0: Hi, and welcome to The Financial Architect for Canadians. This is Aline Godfroy, and my name is Glenn Beccaro, and we are here to give you the tools to build a solid foundation for your financial welfare. And today, we're going to give you some tips and tricks on how to improve your credit score. You're listening to The Financial Architect for Canadians with Aline Godfroy and
1: Glenn Beccaro. Um, I'm sure most people watching this probably have a smartphone. Uh, There are a number of free apps that you can put on your phone, like uh, Credit Karma, Borrow well, I don't get paid by any of these people to promote it. I'm just letting you know that they're out there. Um, personally, I like Credit Karma and basically what it updates. So I log on to my Credit Karma and I can see um, I have a vehicle loan that's on there. It shows me that I've made all my payments on time, my credit cards that I have, it shows me my balances and they actually report that every single month to the credit bureau. So I can see once a week um, when I log in, you know, if my credit score is increased or decreased, it hasn't in- decreased, thankfully. So I've seen, I can see that my credit score increases. So if you're not aware of what your credit score is, be sure to check that out. Um, I also have one that's linked to my bank account, um, like my um, my business bank account, um, that's free as well too. The key is though, to do your homework and check to see If they're reporting to Equifax or TransUnion, because what I have seen in the past, um, my husband was a mortgage broker and people would come in and say, you know, oh, they they couldn't believe, you know, their credit score was a lot lower than what they expected. And uh, typically when you look at an, an actual Equifax credit report, that's a pretty accurate rating. Some of these apps can be a little bit higher, and if they use TransUnion, TransUnion usually has your credit score a little bit um, higher and more inflated, and most lending institutions use Equifax. So if you want a free credit report with Equifax, if you go to their website, um, they have a page that you can print off. You have to include a few details like name, address, date of birth, social insurance number, Um, a piece of identification like a driver's license or passport and I believe they still want a copy of your um, like a utility bill just so they can match up where you live Um, and you can send away for a free credit report or if you want to pay for it you can go onto their website and it's about 20 bucks a month and you can get that information real time. So if you're looking to maybe get approved for a mortgage or a car or a credit card and you want to see what your credit score is, you know, maybe you want to spend the 20 bucks to just get that number right away and take a look at it. It is so important to look and make sure that your credit report is accurate. I had an address on my credit report from Waterloo. I have never lived in Waterloo. I've always lived in Windsor, never heard of this address before. So I had to have that corrected um, because when you go to apply for credit, Um, they'll ask you questions like, what's a previous address? And the one that kept saying that my address was incorrect, I thought, I know, I have a very good memory. I know what my previous addresses are. And uh, come to turns out when I looked at my Equifax report, they had me at this address in Waterloo. So I had to make sure that I fixed that. So it's really important, um, whether you're looking for credit now or not, I think it's so important to look and see what potentially could be on your credit report. Um, I have seen cases where if somebody's had a common name, uh, their credit has been mixed up with somebody else of the same Mm. name and it's really screwed things up for them. So I think it's important that, you know, every at least six months or so, you should be checking in to see how it's doing. Um, And then ways to improve your credit score. If you, let's say you owe $5,000 on a credit card and your minimum monthly payments, I don't even. Minimum monthly payment would be off the top of my head. Maybe, say, a hundred bucks a month. Um, I'm just trying to do the math in my head. I don't have any credit card balance, so I'm trying to think of, uh, I'd probably be able to, $100 a month. If you can break up that $100 payment, first of all, if you can pay more than the $100, that would be better, right? You'd wanna try to not just make your minimum payment. But the other thing, if you can actually break that payment up and pay it twice in a month, it's more beneficial because um, every credit card company, they report um, to the credit bureaus at different times throughout the month. So if you can get yourself, hey, if if your minimum payment's $100 and you're doing $100 twice a month, that would be more beneficial. Not only are you not just paying the minimum, you're paying down some of the principal. Um, And then the other thing too is to not have too much Credit utilization. So what that means is, if your um, balance on your credit card is say ten thousand dollars, or a line of credit is ten thousand, you want to use less than eighty percent. So if you have a ten thousand dollar credit card balance, you don't want to have more than eight thousand dollars owing. If you have more than eight thousand dollars owing, that affects your credit score negatively, hmm. because the credit card company is going to look and say, okay, how much credit does this individual have? And are they being responsible and diligent with it? So if you're like living on the edge and you're right at the, um, you know, right at your balance amount or over, that can really affect your credit uh, negatively.
0: So a question I have, if if you increase your credit limit, does does that help your credit score or hurt your credit score? Uh,
1: So in that case, like, let's say your balance is 10,000 and you owe 8,000. The key though, if you're increasing it just so that you have that increased utilization amount that would be more beneficial. Okay. But you have to know yourself if you increase and then you're going to go start racking it up, probably not 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 the best bet. Right. right? So, um, I I really think the key is just knowing yourself and how you are with credit and having a plan to tackle it. So if you have debt, you know, maybe you have that credit card that you owe 10,000 on and you're at 8,000. Well, work on chipping away at that one at 8,000, even if it's not necessarily your highest, um, Interest rate that you have owing on right. it, get that down as, as quickly as possible if you can, because you don't want that to adversely affect your credit score. Um, the other thing I see a lot too is um, you know, my husband was doing mortgages, and people would come in and they didn't have enough credit. So, what that means is they maybe only had one credit card or one loan. Um, Most lending institutions want to see that you've had two major trade lines. So what that means is say two credit cards or maybe a credit card and a loan or a credit card and a line of credit. So you want to have two items that are revolving credit so you're making regular payments. Um, What these institutions want to see is that you have the ability to handle credit and that you can pay things off on a regular basis. Um, the other thing too, is if you've co-signed for, I've seen this a lot. And if you've co-signed for a credit, um, a credit card or, um, like a cell phone with a sibling or a child or a family member, um, at the end of the day, that, that cell phone company, they don't care who's actually using the cell phone. If your name's on it and that person's not making the payments and they're They're supposed to be, they are totally coming after you. Or if that account gets closed. That's a big black mark on your credit score if that person, you know, stopped paying whatever, TELUS or Rogers, whoever it was, and they owe them 500 bucks, That's going to be a big ding on your credit. So if you've co-signed anything in the last bit, probably time for you to, do, to take a look at your credit score and make sure that you're not being adversely affected by someone else.
0: And just a word of caution, I, I have family members that absolutely refuse to co-sign on anything. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, it's a wise decision sometimes because, man, nothing can turn the relationship sour than, you know, bumming out on, a on of credit or something where somebody's co-signed.
1: I've had a few cases where, um, you know, I have clients, they were retired and you know, their, their kid got in a bad spot and they say, you know, we have, we have to help him buy a new car. Time out. Your kid's like the same age as me. (laughs) You don't have to help your 30 something year old kid do anything. You may (laughs) want to, um, maybe that, 30-something-year-old doesn't need a brand-new car, if he can't afford the brand-new car and he doesn't have the ability to get the credit, perhaps he needs to get a used car. I mean, I get yeah. your parents. It's it's your choice. It's your money. Um, but when you're calling and asking me for my advice, I'm going to give you my unbiased, you know, hey, I've seen a lot of things happen. Lynn
0: tells it the way it is.
1: Yeah. Well, guess what? Mom and dad co-signed for this kid. Oh, and boy. guess who eventually didn't Pay for the vehicle, Ugh. the kid. So what do they have to do? Ugh. Keep making the payments because it was going to adversely affect their credit score. I've been doing this for 18 years. Like I, I it's like you can see the train wreck coming. <laughs> like I know the family; they've been clients for a long time. I know their kid. You know, nice young man, but. At the end of the day, it was like, oh, I was trying to give them the caution. You can't just say, well, your kid's a bit of a turkey. Like, you can see it coming. I have to be professional. I just said, you know, here's what you should be concerned about. And, Mm -hmm. of course, that happened. So, I think the key is just, I mean, there's a whole other topic about loaning, you know, loaning kids money. But if you loan somebody money, unless they, you know, someone comes to you and says, you know, if I said, hey, Glenn, I want to borrow 10 grand. (laughs) If I'm going to say, Glenn, can I please, you know, well, first of all, I won't borrow from your client, but anyway, but if, you know, someone comes to you and says, your nephew comes to you, Glenn, uncle Glenn, can I borrow $10,000? If your nephew, you know, doesn't have a way, a a plan to repay repay you, like uncle Glenn, can I borrow $10,000 and I work X amount and I'm going to pay you back $100 a week Mm -hmm. and then we'll figure out the interest until it's paid and here's how I'm going to do it and there's a plan. I wouldn't even be like, time out my, you know, our rule at our house is we don't loan anybody money and that's it. If someone came to you with a plan of how it's going to be repaid, then it may actually be a loan. If there's no plan of repayment, it's usually a gift and you're probably not getting that money back nine times out of 10. I've been doing this a long time.
0: So, so what she's saying is, is if you loan money out to somebody, you're probably not going to get it paid back. So just be aware of that. And if you're co-signing for somebody, you could be on the hook for thousands of dollars and it could adversely affect your credit score. Yeah. So is there anything else you want to add in as we close this off?
1: No, I and don't get me wrong. Some people, some people, hey, a lot of people, they'll they'll pay back their debts. But again, I think unless you have an actual plan to diligently pay, pay it back, that's when I think see things start to go sour and... Uh, yeah, it could be it could be ugly. So if you haven't checked your credit score in the last six months, like I said, Credit Karma, Borrowell, there's a ton of different free apps out there. Um, again, some banks have them linked right to your bank account. Um, by all means, I would take a look, make sure that everything is up to par, and set yourself a reminder to do that every three to six months to make sure that nothing wonky goes on with your credit.
0: And that is the final word from the financial architect for Canadians. So thank you so much for joining us. We will catch you next time. Have a great day.